The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. Paula V. here. I have an amazing guest today. I am so excited to share with you. Her name is C.J. Mortensen. Today we will be discussing the topic of mediumship. I have been so excited for this episode. C.J. is a lifelong gifted medium. She offers readings both over the phone and in person in Western Washington. She provides individual and group readings and also serves as a teacher and mentor for other psychics as well as a life coach and facilitates workshops and ceremonies. CJ also offers monthly spiritual circles with group readings for all as well as private mediumship mentoring circles. She inspires the expansion of possibilities, the embracing of empowerment, and the full expression of your true self. CJ holds an MA in psychology, brings a lifetime of mediumship experience and the wisdom of a grandmother to her work. She has offices in both Olympia and Tacoma at Crystal Voyage. I just want to say welcome, CJ. Welcome so much. Thank you, Paula. I'm glad to be here. I am so thrilled to be doing this show today. Something that is is so fun that I, I want to share with, with all of you. CJ and I both have offices at Crystal Voyage in Tacoma, Washington. That's where we met and just became energy sisters. Yes, we're office neighbors. <laughs> and Crystal Voyage is a, for your listeners, a beautiful metaphysical store with an attached practitioner's hall where our offices are, right next to each other. We don't get to see each other that often because we're not always here at the same time. Yes. Um, but Paula's energy is nice to have next door to me. Oh, thank you. The store, Crystal Voyage, is absolutely gorgeous. It's full of spiritual items and books and crystals and other stones, unique gifts, um, spiritual items for a wide array of religions and spiritual practices. Um, the owner, Crystal is also a lovely person. She's wise and gentle and a healer. She's a Reiki practitioner also. Yes. She's she's created a a beautiful healing atmosphere at Crystal Voyage. There are people who come into the store and hang out so they can get the good energy for a while. So that speaks a lot of it. Um, She also has an amazing staff who are warm and knowledgeable. Um, 
fantastic customer service here. Uh, Crystal Voyage hosts classes and events. And there, there's literally something for everyone at Crystal Voyage. In the Practitioner's Hall, there is me providing readings and education. And Paula Vale is also here in the Practitioner's Hall. As I am the Reiki girl, yes, offering Reiki sessions, Reiki classes. And I would love to share with all the listeners, I'm very excited. Check out my new website, Paula V Network. And through this website, you can sign up for my Reiki Practitioner Mentoring Program. Over the years, I have been contacted by practitioners locally, across country, and across the world. And I have enjoyed mentoring them, and I want to offer that service to others. So check it out. If, if you want to know more about it, just email me at Paula at Wellness Inspired. Now, let's... Let's talk a little bit about the other things that people can find here at Crystal Voids, so other services. Well, in addition to me and Paula, who, by the way, has the most beautiful positive energy. Oh, she is such a delight to be around. I hope it comes across over the radio waves um, for those who haven't met you in person. Um, there are also massage therapists in the practitioner's hall. There is another Reiki master. It's another wonderful psychic. There is a crystal healing bed. Again, something for everyone. I want to encourage your listeners to um, check out Crystal Voyage. Uh, the website is, um, if they're not here, well, I guess whether you're local or not, it is crystalvoyage.com. You can see everything that's offered here. Oh, thank you. How fun for us to yes. chat about the beautiful, beautiful area that, that we do our work. How fun. Yes. I love it. CJ, I, I would like to ask, how long have you had the gift of mediumship? Please share that with us. Um, I have had it all my life since childhood. And was that scary for you as a child? Um, sometimes it was, and sometimes it was magical. I didn't talk about it or get support about it. I, I, I think that I didn't know that others weren't having the same kind of experiences when I was little. And eventually I figured out that this is something people don't talk about a lot. And so I didn't. Um... Eventually, I learned how to have psychic boundaries, which are very important. So I no longer have scary experiences, but I did have some when I was little. And that's one of the reasons I love mentoring other psychics, to help them develop skills like psychic boundaries, and also finding their own way of being psychic. Well, that sounds fascinating. So are there different ways of being psychic? There are. There are a lot of ways of being psychic. Um, I'm a medium, uh, meaning that I get my information directly from the spirit world, as opposed to reading palms or reading tea leaves or tarot cards or things like that. Um, and mediumship isn't the same for everyone either. Psychic abilities um, usually align with one of at least one of the other five senses. Um, I experience all of them, but vision is my primary mode. 
I see images, loved ones, spirit helpers. I usually see um, images of people behind people. Wow. That must be fascinating. It is. It's, it's amazing. It's fun and it's an honor. Um, so my, my most common sense is um, the big one is vision, but I, I'll, next would be hearing things. Messages from loved ones. Yes, yes. What was that like the very first time you had a vision of someone behind someone else? What was that like? Well, when it was more intentional, Mm -hmm. when I was an adult, and once I had learned to have psychic boundaries so that I wasn't seeing um, earthbound ghosts and things like that, seeing loved ones that had actually crossed over and were evolved, it was um, uh, the hugest honor in the world to be allowed to see that and to be able to be the messenger. Yes. One thing that's important about psychic gifts is to know that um, it doesn't come from me. Mm -hmm. I get to see it or it comes through me, and I get to have the honor of being the messenger. So it's pretty wonderful. Yeah, the honor of being the messenger. Oh, that is beautiful. That it, that's beautiful. Do you see spirits or images like you see me, or things in the physical world? Um, no, I see them in my mind's eye. But what's a little bit, so it's like if you were visualizing something. Yeah. What's a little bit different is that... Um, when it's a psychic image or information, I also know where it is. It has a physical. I, I know that there's someone behind your right shoulder. Yes. So I know the physical place. That's a little bit different. Um, yes. so, and hearing is the same way. It's more like um, it's more like a message in my mind. Although I'll hear someone else's voice. Yes. Not my own. Yes. Um, the only senses that come through the same as the physical one um, that can be psychic things are smelling and tasting. That is identical to the physical world. So you've actually smelled things and actually tasted things. What's that like? Smelling um, often um, helps identify the loved one for the person. There will be some distinct smell that... That they're associated with their loved one. And so that's that's helpful. Um, Tasting has only happened once. And it was the taste of red Kool-Aid had to do with um, the person's childhood event. And it was awful. It was awful. (laughs) It had been a long time since I tasted that. And I didn't remember it that way. That's amazing. Now, here's another question. Oh, Let's say you're sensing someone behind that person. Do you mm-hmm. at times also sense or see multiple people yes. there with you? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, well, a lot of different things can happen. Sometimes a lot of ancestors or loved ones show up, but usually one will step forward at a time to communicate um, so that it's not chaotic. They're pretty... They're pretty evolved, so they're not yes. into chaos. It's pretty orderly. Yes. Um, sometimes angels and spirit guides and other beings show up as well. Yes. So, oh, that is yeah, so Yeah, it can beautiful. be multiple people. 
So for the client, can you be in the process of a reading and the client can ask a question of this ancestor or this angel and you can reflect that question for them? Yes. They, they hear the question. They don't need me to repeat it to them. Um, yes. But I can receive the answer mm-hmm. and pass it on. Um, and so, sometimes it's a little bit like interpreting. They'll give me feelings and images, and I have to kind of put it together. Um, and sometimes the, the interpreting, one time someone asked me about um, her mother didn't speak English and wondered if that was a problem. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it never has been any different than if someone speaks my first language because it's sort of an interpreting thing that's passing through me yeah. anyway. I know that's sort of abstract, but I don't yeah. know how else to describe it. So you get a sense, you get that interpretation. You sense what they're trying to say and communicate, no matter what language they spoke. Yes, yes. And every now and then they, have, they use very specific words, and I am supposed to pass on those very specific words. Mm-hmm. So it's not always an interpretive situation, yes. but a lot of the time, yeah. Yes. Do you ever have these ancestors ask for you to give that person a particular sign or, or a reminder? They had this incident when we were together. Mention that incident or anything like that. Oh, oh. Yes. Um, yeah, very often. Um, they often say, I've been giving you signs, and you're not paying attention. Oh, I love that. Sometimes they name what the signs are, yes. and then the person says, oh, oh, that's what that um, feather, penny, yes. um, signs that the, or something specific about the person that shows that they were around. And, and um, some lots of times they mention very specific experiences or memories, which the client already knows, you know, that that happened, but that helps them trust that this really is their loved one because no one else would have any way of knowing. Yes. Yes, and I can imagine what it does for the client to have that verification, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I'm seeing these signs, and that's you, that's a sign from you. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Mm-hmm. That is so beautiful. It's comforting. Yes. So share also other things, uh, what people can expect in a reading with you, and, and how does it go? Um, I ask people to have... Um, topics in mind um, or a question or a loved one who they'd like to make contact with Um, and sometimes they don't and it still works but we get to things a lot quicker because then they're participating their energy is inviting um, helpful stuff to come to them their intention is more set that way Um, I write down their name and their date of birth to sort of identify them And then the spirit world takes care of identifying those that come from the other side. Um, They usually uh, get really direct answers to what they want to know. Every now and then not. Every now and then someone different will come through and, and, you know, they wanted to know about their career and 
a loved one will come through and say, shouldn't you be more concerned about your relationship right now? Wow. <laughs> I love it. And they usually promptly agree. Yes, <laughs> say, okay, yes. let's talk about that. Um, they're always different. Always, always oh. so different. Oh, what imagine. ends up coming through. I can imagine. And, you know, the, the message is the, that a client can receive that can open the eyes of the client and make them so aware. And also, I would think, that tells them, it verifies, I didn't lose them. They're still with me. I didn't lose them. How beautiful is that? Right. And often capable of being more supportive for them than they were in life. Yes. Oh. Because they're more evolved now. Yes. And can actually connect and help with things and have sometimes more to offer yeah. than they did before. Yeah. So they know they're not alone. That is just so beautiful and so amazing. I I just love hearing about this, CJ. This is so fun. We must actually pop out for a commercial, though, everyone. But don't go anywhere. CJ and I will be right back. Thank you, CJ. Thanks, Paula. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula V here. 
If you're just tuning in, I am with C.J. Mortensen, and she is sharing some great information and insight about mediumship. That's something we hear about. I know myself, I've, I've had a little bit of an understanding about it, but really not a lot. So I am just loving this and getting so much great information and insight from you. When we went into the, the break, we were discussing what people expect in a, in a reading from CJ. I would love to, to jump right back into that, CJ. Okay, thank you, Paula. Um, one thing that um, we mentioned before was that um, I, and a lot of mediums actually, often get information in metaphors. And it's, um, it's I can't tell if, what I, if an image I'm seeing behind you is literal or a metaphor. And I have a really great example of that. This one I can be a little bit more specific about because I have the person's permission to talk about oh, it. Wonderful. Um, I mentioned it on my website, so I got his permission, of course, first. Um, I'm, I was, he wanted to make contact with a specific loved one, and what came through were anchors, millions of anchors floating in the air, different sizes and shapes and colors, all these anchors. So I assumed that this was a metaphor. I was waiting for more information, and I was thinking, you know, it's, it's going to be some message about how he needs to be anchored in something or grounded in some way or something that he needs to do that yes. this loved one is bringing to him. Well, it turned out that um, he said, the client said, no, this isn't a metaphor. This is literal. And I said, well, it can't be. Nobody oh. has this many anchors. Anchors, yes, well, yes. Well, his loved one did. It turned out that he collected anchors. So he had an anchor clock and an anchor lamp and anchor throw pillows. And his house was just covered with anchors. And the family had just gone through this process when he passed of (laughs) trying to figure out what to do with all these anchors. anchors. You know, they were, who likes anchors? (laughs) Because we have a lot of these things. And so that was more, that's a good example of how I can't tell the difference if it's a metaphor or reality. And it turned out that it wasn't a metaphor message. It was an identifying thing, which they often do to make sure that their family member or loved one who's still on earth and alive knows that it really is them. Knows that it's them. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that is, that's fascinating. And I can imagine all the different things that come through. You know, I can only imagine. And, and I would think sometimes these loved ones have have some fun. <laughs> oh, they do. They do. I bet they do. Some of them are very funny, make a lot of jokes. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. So what are, give us some examples. What are some of the things that people want to know usually during a reading? Is it is it? pretty common the same thing or do you see a pretty big variety um there's some common themes that happen pretty frequently um in addition to wanting to uh, make contact with specific loved ones people also want to know about their love life of course um career health family and often they want to know about their life purpose in this lifetime 
which I have come to understand is basically the same for all of us. Of course, the details vary, Mm -hmm. but our purpose in this lifetime is to be our true self. And to become more, keep working to become more and more and more who we really are. Yes. Um, yes. I love that. And I personally believe to, to the depths of my heart that Source, that the angels, they are with us. They're loving us. Mm-hmm. The angels, they have their wings wrapped mm-hmm. around us. And we need only ask. We need only ask. They're there. Yes. I just love that. Yes. It really is beautiful. CJ, tell us, what is true self? We hear a lot of that. What, what is that? What does it mean? Well, it's a term that's used a lot um, by people in different fields, and it has been used for a long time. Um, mostly people in the psychology field, spiritual fields, and also philosophy use the term true self. And sometimes people... Have a little bit different definitions of it. Um, for me, over the years, it's gotten more and more simple. Um, I think our true self is our soul. It's that part of us that is untouched by hurt. It's the ah. eternal part that is made of love. And it's why self-love and compassionate love is possible for everyone, no matter how hurt you are. Beautiful. It's, um, it's not something we have to find or create. Mm-hmm. It's built in. We're made of it. Mm-hmm. Our souls are made of love. Um, we can practice being more in touch with it, but it's already there. That's what I want people to know most. Yes. It's already there. Um, getting in touch with our true selves, our soul, is about being still and quiet and dropping down out of our heads and into our center, which is our soul. Um, that from that place we can know who we really are we can know what our path is we can know how to love and forgive I've learned a lot from people who have passed over about love and forgiveness and angels and spirit guides Um, and we don't have to be perfect at this either by the way I also want to point out that perfectionism is a big mind game that keeps everyone stuck And we can just be proactive and practice self-love and being in the moment. I'm a big fan of Eckhart Tolle. If anybody wants some tips on how to live in the here and now, I think his books are wonderful and really helpful about that. And I know it's where happiness is. Yes, yes. Right here, right now. Yes. And would you say our true self, that is our higher self, that is our soul, that goes with us. From lifetime to lifetime in our physical bodies. That yes. That travels with us. Yes. Yes. It's the eternal part. It's yes. the part of us that continues. Yes, definitely. I love that. People who have passed over have, there are some things that they say that are really consistent, um, that they seem to all agree with each other about. Um, reincarnation is not one of them. Some of them say, oh, oh, yeah, of course I've been on the earth before and I will be again and many times and talk about it. And others say, no, why would I come back? Oh, really? And, really? And yes. uh-huh, there's a few things that they vary wow. about. The same is true about religion. Um, 
some people who are on the other side are still the same religion that they were on earth and they have their rosary beads or whatever their particular religion was. Yes. And other people, even some that were very involved and in a high position in a particular church, say, oh yeah, that, never mind. I know what it's really about now, never mind that. So there's a few things that vary. Mm -hmm. The things that they're consistent about is that what God is is love and that we need to love ourselves and each other and all life. And we're all connected. We all really connected. Are. We're all related. They say that a lot, too. And that's a one way of loving ourselves by loving everyone else and to realize we're connected. Yes. Yes, I love that. That is just beautiful. It, it's so amazing and, and so beautiful to have all of that support. Mm-hmm. We really aren't alone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, sometimes I hear... Um, complicated um, things that people have worked out for how to connect with the spirit world or their spirit guides or angels or their loved ones um, or just source. Yes. And um, the bottom line is whatever works for you, I would support people in. But my experience is, again, it's gotten more and more simple. I ask for help and guidance and it's there. Yes. Personally, my belief has always been if it's truly spiritual, it's simple. It right. really is. We don't need to detail it out and make it complicated because really it's very spiritual in my, or very simple in my opinion. Right. Yes. Before I do a reading, I pray to be of service for the highest good of this person. Beautiful. And the information comes. Yes. Because yeah. then I can get out of the way. Yes. Oh. You're, you're a beautiful vessel, CJ. And, I, and I'm very curious if this happens very often. Are people surprised by what they hear in their readings? Yes and no. <laughs> um, they often hear things that they already know, um, but they're surprised that I got the information. It's like, like details that I... Um, that we've mentioned before, like identifying their loved one. Um, One example is um, a very simple thing. Um, The loved one came through immediately, the one that was requested, and I saw him standing behind a bar serving drinks, and he just kept saying the same line over and over, what can I do you for? What can I do you for? (laughs) <laughs> so for the family, he said that all the time. Oh. So they're not surprised that yes. he would say that. Yes. But they were surprised and thrilled that it came through so that they knew that it really was him. Yes. Yes. And, and I'm curious about this as well. Have you ever had instances where people come through and they find out, if you're discussing, let's say, past lives, that... Perhaps this brother and sister in a past life, or husband and wife, or mother and child. Does that type of thing happen? Yes. <laughs> For the loved ones who yes. do believe in reincarnation, yes. they often talk about um, what the relationship was, or relationships, plural, with the person in the past, 
what they will be in the future. And um, this is a good example of things that I don't understand. It's a lot that I don't understand, but um, at my age, I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> um, they also sometimes say that they've already come back and they're on Earth again now. No! Really? Yes. Oh. So evidently, yes. um, you can be in more than one place at a time. Um, they tell me often wow. that there's no such thing as time and that space isn't what we think it is. Yes, I believe that. I feel it. That makes I sense. feel it, but in my daily life, I sure get caught up in time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh. It's, it's hard to live beyond that when you're still in a body. Yeah. Um, they, people are also surprised often um, by how kind and loving people are who were not necessarily very nice when they were alive. Um, and th this happens a lot. And what, it's, what I think is really important for people to know is that when you die and leave your body behind on the earth, that includes your brain. It's just an organ. And so all your psychological stuff is left behind on earth. And it's just your soul that goes on. So you are instantly way more evolved, yeah. way more aware. And then people continue to grow and evolve yes. on the other side also. So um, that often surprises people that somebody who is kind of awful in life yes. is kind and loving and supportive and gets things that they couldn't comprehend when they were alive. Now this is what comes to my mind thinking about that I would I would wonder if that's a demonstration of when the person is in this lifetime when they're on the earth this is where we deal with all the challenges where we deal with the the ego and mm -hmm. afraid to love ourselves all those everyday things and all those inner things that can kind of hold us back create the anger and how we mistreat other people. But when we leave our body and our higher self, who is just so loving, that all can be released. Yes. And we can be yes. loving again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they are so relieved and so grateful and so, they care a lot about sharing it with their friends or relatives that are still on earth. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. It's such a beautiful thing for, for you to be able to work with. So, uh, what would you say to someone wanting a reading with you, coming to you, but they're, they're a skeptic? They really, they're very skeptical about it. How do you approach that? Well, I respect skepticism. I feel skeptical myself about a lot of things, believe it or not, even though it sounds like I'm pretty out there because I spend a lot of time talking to dead people. There are things I'm skeptical of. Um, some of my best readings have happened with skeptical people. There was um, a phone reading. I eventually ended up getting to meet this person in person um, because in their traveling we got to do a in-person reading. Um, we had never met, and right away at the fundraising, she said, I need to tell you, my friend is convinced that I need to do this with you, but I think it's a bunch of hooey. I'll tell you right <laughs> now. <laughs> I said, okay, well, what would be helpful to you? And she said, well, I don't think you can help, but 
here's who I would like to make contact with. Um, hers got validated right while I was on the phone. The, the person said that their pet was about to join them. And it, the client that I was reading got a phone call and said, it looks like the pet, it's time for the pet to go. And, um, I've done readings with her ever since. Yes. Um, ah, beautiful, beautiful. And although that was that sad, she was happy that her loved one was being joined by yes. the pet. And she could communicate that. Oh, well, we have to pop out to another commercial CJ. Time just flies by when you have fun. <laughs> You're right. Oh, everyone, we will be right back. Thank you, CJ. Thanks, Paula. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's Health & Wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula V here with C.J. Mortensen, and we are discussing mediumship. How fun this episode is. I'm having so much fun hearing this what what you do with others and what you experience and oh my gosh how that must change lives and help your clients before we jump back into more discussions cj will you please take a moment to share your 
information, how the listeners can contact you for a phone reading or training, anything along that line, your website. Sure. Thank you, Paula. Um, people can call or text or email me. Um, my email is cjmortensen, c-j-m-o-r-t-i-n-s-o-n at gmail.com. And you can call or text me at 360-402-2025. And my website is readingscjmortensen.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm thinking a lot of our listeners out there may be wondering if it's as effective or similar with an in-person or over-the-phone reading. Is there much difference in what the client receives? Um, there isn't. When, when it's an option for people, I, I like to do them in person, and I think most people like that when it is possible. But the truth is, there is no difference at all, and sometimes um, we're able to go deeper and further over the phone. I'm not sure why. Um, I wonder if it's that I'm less distracted by um, somebody's facial reactions or body language, and I'm just uh, visualizing them in the spirit world, and maybe we get more information that way. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's certainly at least as effective, if not more. So it does work. Fascinating, fascinating. Do people who have passed over ever describe what it's like? Yes, often. <gasps> They're often very excited about letting people know what it's like. Um, it varies a little bit in some details. Like they often show a um, beautiful outdoor places. I just recently realized I have... Ne well, there's one exception. I'll come back to that later. There's one exception... But whenever they're saying this is what it's like here, it's always outdoor views mm -hmm. um, that are beautiful. So um, flower gardens with gigantic tropical flowers um, to walk through. I've gotten such beautiful to visit such beautiful places by seeing these things. Um, gorgeous rolling hills and a sparkly lake, all different kinds of scenes that's they usually have one that's their favorite that they want to show their loved one. They're also excited to, they also often say, look, everything works now. And they will show themselves um, flying, doing cartwheels or spinning in a circle to show that everything works. Or say, I can dance now. If their body didn't work. Yes. Um, sometimes throughout their life or sometimes at the end of their life if they were sick or injured. Um, I don't fully understand that one because we don't have bodies there, but evidently there's some kind of space that you take up and have an energetic a, body, right? Possibly. An energetic body, yeah, yes. it must be beautiful. Yeah, um, and they like to um, say, "Look what I can do now," because the degree uh -huh. of freedom is um, sometimes I've seen a person sort of fly on a motorcycle through the sky because. Um, some are shapeshifters, and they'll take the form of a bird and fly. Some just soar around like a human, 
flying. Um, and they all talk about that they have never felt so loved, that they are saturated in love. They, they live and fly and swim and be in love. Oh. That's what it's all about. I love that. I yeah. love that. One of the things that you offer, I'm very intrigued, you teach and mentor others to be psychics, to be mediums. Tell us a little bit of what that entails. Um, well, I do spiritual circles um, that meet um, every other week. And I do some educational stuff, like about psychic boundaries and um, identifying where you are in your spiritual development, um, interpreting things, metaphors and things that we get from the spirit world, those kinds of topics. Um, and we spend the majority of the time practicing readings in all different ways so that each person can find the recipe of being themselves Oh, I um, bet that's fun. Because everybody's gifts are a little bit different. Yes. You know, so we practice psychometry is one of the things that I'm not good at at all. That's when you hold someone's object and get the energy or information mm -hmm. from it. I can read you while I hold your object, but I'm pretty sure that's not where the information is coming <laughs> from. But someone might find out there that that is their gift, so we try out all these different things. Um, that must make it very fun because different people will have different gifts. Yes. Different different intuition mm -hmm. levels and modalities. That must be very fun. It is. Tell tell us why are psychic boundaries so important and and what what exactly is the psychic boundary? Why is that and why is that important? Well, psychic boundaries are important because there are um, negative, unhelpful um, energies um, in this world, both in the spirit realm and also physical people who are alive, who have negative energy. Um, I don't deal with um, earthbound ghosts, which are not like in the movies. There's not millions of them everywhere, but they're around occasionally. And they're usually, they're not, they're not terribly harmful it really isn't like in the movies, but th they're stuck. It's a little negative. So would that be someone that's passed over, but they really... They haven't passed left? over all the way. So something is going on where they're still stuck on mm -hmm. the physical realm, even though their body has died. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they just need a little bit of encouragement to go to the light. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's kind of the cliche, but it's true. Yeah. It's how yes. it works. Um, and sometimes they don't want to. And so I uninvite earthbound ghosts and um, negative entities. Um, there's some like sort of energies of hate that I've seen that I uninvite from my space. Um, and so I, psychics are going, those kinds of things that want to be seen and get attention that are negative are going to be drawn to psychics. And so that's why I want to support them in having good Have you boundaries. ever had a soul who is basically still stuck a bit at this level, not wanting to let it go. Have you ever had a soul come to you or communicate to you asking for help and assistance? Yes, a couple of times. 
And those are the ones that I will deal with because they they actually want help. Yes. They want to pass over. Mm-hmm. And, all, and all they need is some encouragement. Yes. You can do this. Open yourself up to the light and let go of this earth. It's okay. There's other things waiting for you. Yes. And follow that light. And I sometimes loved ones come forward and help them. I kind of point them in the direction, and then the loved ones come and take them. So if it's if it's like that, I will definitely engage. But I'm not very interested in being a ghostbuster. <laughs> I I want to deal with evolved souls. Yes. I think there's more helpful, positive energy yes. happening there. Yes. Tell us, tell us what kind of other services you do and offer besides these readings. Well, I do um, free workshops once a month on different spiritual topics. Um, I've, over the years, put together a series that I call the Awakening Series. And um, they're on um, different topics like self-love and um, a couple of different theories that are really interesting that I do a couple different workshops on about spiritual development recognizing where you are and what you can do to honor yourself where you are and get what you need so that yes. you can go to the next place when it. you're ready to go there. Um, the free workshops are once a month um, during the Intuitive Fair at Crystal Voyage, the first weekend of each month. Um, I do group readings once a month also, which are really fun. Now, what is that like? You have a group sitting and you just pick up okay I, I'm picking this up here I'm picking this up with you how, how does that work no it's interesting yeah that is you, that's how people usually see it because it's yeah. been on television that way like James, yeah. James Van Prague uh-huh. did it that way and yes. John Edwards did um, I read every person there I go around the circle mm-hmm. and read every person there and I also open it up for other people who are there, who are psychic, who want to share what they got. So if it's Paula's turn, I'd say, here's what I get about you, who I see coming through, and the message I get for you. And then if you're open to it and want to hear from other people, we check in with each person. I open it up, and someone else would say, here's this thing I'm getting about you. And so it gives other people a chance to be empowered and know that they can trust their knowing too, which is, they're really fun. I love group readings. How fun. It, there's there's so much fun out there, I believe, in the basic everyday being aware and being open to our intuition, being at a, at a high vibration, you know, living in the higher vibration energies, love, caring, compassion, integrity. When we move out of doubt and fear anger and move up it's like it just opens a door to to all those messages yes the possibilities that you can do anything you can even become a psychic and do it as a practice i was i avoided this for a long time so everyone really could have that ability and open in their way in their their kind of healing or teaching it might not look exactly like yours or mine but in their way yes absolutely So what would you say to the listeners today, CJ, that are listening 
and thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, I would like to become more aware and more in tune. What could they do to, to work on that, to, to go in that direction? Well, I would say that what you just said is the first step is to say, I want this. I actually want this. Yes, that would be nice. And to ask for it. So, um, I, for me, intention, setting, and prayer are the same thing. They might be a little bit different for other people. But to put it out there and say, okay, God, source, universe, whatever yes. you call divinity, I'm asking for more. I want to be able to trust my knowing and live my life and do what I'm supposed to do while I'm here, which is be me yes. all the more. Um, I think that meditating and journaling and being around inspiring positive people help a yes. lot. keeps opening and opening yes. and opening. We need each other. Yes, yes. We're, humans are mammals. We were created interdependent. We actually need each other. We need our circle or our, our tribe or our pod or our pack. Or, yes. Um, we inspire each other. Yes. Energy is contagious. Like yes. creates like. So if we're in that positive energy, we're going to create more of that around us and more people like that around us, would you say? Exactly. Definitely. Yes. yes. Definitely. And it really is fun to see. Uh, I have... A lot of fun. We have just a moment left to go, but it, it can be really fun to enter a room and enter a room with positive energy and see the effect that it has yes. on others. Yes. 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 That's why I love circles, groups of people so much. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. It, it can really be fun. And, you know, we have to know that, that our energy... And our attitude really does not only affect ourselves, but it does affect those around us. Mm -hmm. It affects the animals around us. Everything. Yes. Uh, CJ, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today. This was so fun and so fascinating. Thank you, Paula. Oh. It was fun, and it's always nice to be around you and your positive energy. Thank you so much. I'm so honored, and a big thank you to all of our listeners out there in the U.S. and around the world. Keep up your emails. I, it just warms my heart to hear all of you. I love you. Hugs and blessings. And until next week, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, CJ. Thank Hugs you. Hugs and blessings. You too, Paula. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.